0: This is a serious message to everybody watching my podcast. Hey, everybody, it's Harry, one of the two hosts of the Big Cat Comedy Podcast. So my my audio got corrupted. So for the first hmm, fifteen minutes of the podcast, it sounds like I'm in a a different room. And so if you don't want to listen to that, uh, skip to fifteen minutes in, and then I get my microphone situated. But, just so you know, it's not like that the whole podcast. If it was, we would have done something different than what we did. Okay, thank you so much. Enjoy the show. I'm warning you with peace and love.
1: I want to see uh, all the tabs I have open? Yeah. So I got our article, uh-huh. our national day calendar,
0: uh-huh.
1: my email, uh-huh. and then a Duluth Trading Company underwear sale. Oh, nice. I bought some Armachillo boxers. What is that? They have jade, microscopic jade, in the underwear. Okay. And apparently it's cooling. Oh. So maybe help with swamp We're ass this summer. Yeah. <laughs> this summer swamp right. air.
0: I haven't checked the Big Hat Comedy email in a very long time. Oh. My business
1: email. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Oh. Got one email. From? From Google.
1: What do they want?
0: Help strengthen the, the security of
1: If that email got hacked, we'd be devastated.
0: It'd be the end of the world. I'd be pissed. Welcome back to
1: JFN.com, a serious podcast. A very serious podcast. And I'm Neil Van Cleet, IBS Warrior. How was your week, Neil? How was it? It was pretty good. I don't think I did a whole lot.
0: Yeah, we did something.
1: We did do something.
0: We saw the play that goes wrong.
1: Off-Broadway.
0: It was great. So funny. So fun. I had seen it before, off-Broadway, before the pandemic, but back when, back when I was in
1: college. Know, I
0: think I was a teenager when I saw it the last oh time. Oh, my God. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's been a minute.
1: It has been a minute. I I think I was also a teenager when I saw it.
0: <laughs> and you're even older
1: than I am. And I am. But I saw it on Broadway. Okay. But I liked it more off Broadway.
0: I think off Broadway. The
1: perfect, perfect setting. It. Yeah. It's perfect. It, it's such a fun, extremely British show.
0: It's so just like tightly written.
1: Oh yeah, and same with the acting. The act like you cannot really improvise with that show a whole lot. Because of the way it's designed. Yeah. So I think it is cleverly written. I think the actors also have to be very intelligent and clever Mm -hmm. to do all of it. Yeah. There is a little leeway to play, but like, not just...
0: There's just so many, like, everything is either a setup or a payoff. Yes. Not a single moment on stage is, like, wait, just like a throwaway joke or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's very fun.
1: It is great. Anybody that has a chance to see it, do it's it. It's good. It is really good. I'll
0: say
1: it. <laughs> yeah, one of the best live comedy Experience. experiences you can go see. Yeah. It, it really is so much fun. Did you
0: see any movies this
1: week? I watched nearly an hour and a half of Obi Wan Kenobi, so that's kind of uh-huh. a movie. Uh-huh. S and, I. and I enjoy it so far.
0: I, th- I thought it was okay. I think the the plot's a little contrived, but
1: I'm a big Star Wars fan, though. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd I, I
0: am too. I am too. Um, I just you know it, when Princess Leia is in danger, I go she's gonna be okay. Yeah. i I was not concerned for her, but I'm excited to see where where the rest of the story goes. Mostly because we're gonna get to see Hayden Christensen pack as Darth Vader. It'll be fun. And it'll it'll maybe add some, some new meaning to their their little duel in Episode Four maybe Could
1: maybe have you seen the one remake of that duel no a fan remade it and okay. it's like Obi-Wan's like flying through the air what the heck <laughs> what I'll show He's it to you after the man. I'll show it to you after recording uh-huh. but because people always have problems with it because it's so stiff but Obi-Wan's old. and Vader is A robot.
0: Yeah, it's not exactly fluid.
1: Yeah, none of them are really doing very well.
0: And they 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 didn't really know what they were doing when they were making the movie. That too. Things change a little bit. You try
1: (laughs) it. Try editing a piece of light over a thing that's going like this. Yeah. In fucking nineteen
0: seventy. No, it'd be tough.
1: It would be tough. tough. That's
0: that's fifty years ago.
1: Isn't that wild?
0: Yeah. So, like, did the first one come out in what, '77?
1: Um, I don't know what exact year it came out.
0: Yeah, May 25th, 1977. So, we're coming up on the on the like 50th th- anniversary of Star Wars. They gotta re release it in theaters then.
1: Oh, I would hope so. They gotta. D- and don't remaster it or anything.
0: Well, they might. I mean, George Lucas is no longer at the helm, so. True. And he's the one who always
1: likes... I mean, you can remaster it to make it, like, HD and ultra 4K, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. don't futz with anything else.
0: Yeah, but that's, that's more just with, like, due to it being shot on film, Yeah, it's not, like, locked into a certain resolution. Like, have right. you ever tried to watch, like, a TV show from the early 2000s? Yeah. It looks like shit it, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Except it, for Lost. Because <laughs> they shot Lost on film. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I I was rewatching some old episodes of Wipeout the other day. Oh, night.
1: one
0: of one of the Miller family's favorite TV shows. Okay. Um, there was that, The Amazing Race and American Idol were like our three, our three big ones that we would watch. Uh huh. Um, and it's it's a little it's a little hard to watch Wipeout, not because like it's aged poorly, it's people being bad at an obstacle course. Yeah. But just because it's looks like shit. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's just not great. I think they, they're they remaking, it's like called Total Wipeout now.
0: Uh-huh. Well, I, I believe that Total Wipeout was the name of the show when it was in another country. Oh. They brought it to the Americas and just named it Wipeout. And now they're bringing it back to Total Wipeout. Wow. Because everything in television is just a spin-off of a different thing.
1: What it. a stupid storyline for that, huh?
0: Yeah. We're getting the deep Wipeout lore. <laughs>
1: You want to know what uh what day it is today? I'd love to know what day it is today. May the 30th.
0: It's almost June.
1: I know. Shit. Rent's due.
0: Uh-oh. What what day is it today?
1: So, we have a World Day. Mhm. It's World Multiple Sclerosis Day.
0: <laughs> Again, not awareness. Nope. Not just prevention. hey.
1: Good job, multiple sclerosis. Is
0: multiple sclerosis?
1: It's where your spine's not exactly the way it should be. Okay. Your spine's supposed to be like this. It's That's where... scoliosis. Oh, I don't know what sclerosis is then.
0: <laughs> well. Dang it. Multiple sclerosis.
1: <laughs> scoliosis, is whoops. a
0: potentially disabling disease of the brain.
1: Hey, the spine and the brain are pretty close. They need each other. <laughs>
0: not when your spine's all
1: all wavy uh, but just a little more fucked more fucked up neurologically
0: in multiple sclerosis the immune system attacks the protective sheath that covers nerve fibers and causes communication problems between your brain and the rest of your body yikes uh signs and symptoms vary wildly and depend on the amount of nerve damage and which nerves are affected some people with multiple sclerosis may lose the ability to walk independently or at all may experience long periods of remission without any new symptoms. There is no cure. However, treatment can help speed recovery from attacks, modify the course of the disease, and manage
1: symptoms. Well, thank God for World Multiple Sclerosis Day, or else I would have always thought thought it it is scoliosis. So I guess it did its job. Uh We also have National Creativity Day. Wow. And here we are, creating. I
0: like to think every day. Yeah. Um,
1: what did you create yesterday?
0: What I create yesterday, I created a a very funny video. Well, there we go. I filmed. I didn't. I didn't edit it at all. Oh. But I, I filmed a video yesterday, so I created. There you go. And I watched Succession, and that's creative. Yes. They're always thinking of new ways to fuck each other over in that <laughs> show. It's great. It's so good. I like literally. I hadn't watched any of it the last time we filmed the podcast. And uh-huh. I've watched the first two seasons.
1: Wow. It's... You're booking it.
0: I The episodes are, like, an hour long. Wow. So I've watched, like, in the last week, like, a full day of that week has been me watching Succession. Damn. It's been great. I, I'm, it's my new favorite show. All right. And I'm so, More than Ted Lasso? Well, it's just so different from Ted Lasso. And, like, Ted, Ted Lasso holds a very special place in my heart. Yeah. But, like, Succession, it's it's so funny, like, but it's not a comedy Uh because it's about all these rich people who are, like, trying to screw each other over. And, like, so the stakes are always at a thousand. Right. And so part of you is, like, you you can't keep dramatic tension for that long. Right. Um, Without it just being, like, holy shit, this is ridiculous. Right. Like, these are billionaires arguing over who's gonna be slightly richer than other billionaires. It's so disconnected from reality. It's great. And Nicholas Braun is hilarious in it. And just like seeing him in any scene is just a little funny. He's so tall. He's so tall. How tall is he? He's six foot seven.
1: Taller than me. Yeah. That's that's like freak tall.
0: Well I wouldn't I wouldn't go that far. Six, seven. he's just so tall so like and he's not like he's not a menacing presence at all right um but he's he's just a very tall man so to see just this like tall kind of lanky dude just like looming over everybody especially because kieran culkin is like five six yeah so to see that play out you're like oh this is great <laughs> this is great and kieran culkin is just like Using that Nicholas Braun and, like, making him feel like shit. Yeah, it's so funny. It's like it's like a little kid yelling at their older
1: brother.
0: <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Sorry to get off track, but... The, no, the, no. Succession is a great show. All right. I, I really like
1: it. I'll have to watch it. We also have... This isn't World or National. It's just...
0: It just is.
1: Loomis Day.
0: Loomis Day? Yeah. What is Loomis?
1: No, I, I don't know, and I don't want to get it confused get, with lupus.
0: Get canceled? Loomis the armored card service company
1: L-O-O-M-I-S
0: yeah that's what, I'm, uh, that's what I'm that's what I'm picking up here Loomis derived from Lomax alright the term okay, Urban Dictionary says uh, it's when you're doing something creepy or dodgy like no other I don't, I don't know that I buy that definition. Yeah, it's got more thumbs down than thumbs up. But so do all the definitions. What the
1: hell is that? A plane. Oh. So each year on May 30th, Loomis Day recognizes the man who received the patent for wireless t- telegraphy in
0: 1872. Oh.
1: So it's the guy that patented telegraphing. Gotcha. Milan Loomis. Okay.
0: Nice. Nice melon. Good job. Good job, Loomis.
1: Also oh, our our food. Uh-huh. National Mint Julep Day.
0: Mint Julep Day? Okay. I've never had a julep.
1: No? No. Or you might like if it.
0: If I have I was blissfully unaware.
1: <laughs> National Hole in my bucket day. And that one goes really well with National Water, a Flower Day.
0: Okay. (laughs) Why is there a national hole-in-my-bucket day? That better be a euphemism.
1: It's just named after the Fun Children's song. There's a hole-in-my-bucket.
0: I can't say I'm familiar.
1: There's a hole in my bucket, dear Dino, dear Dino. There's a hole in my bucket, dear Dino, my friend. You don't know that one? No. Oh.
0: Never heard of that one.
1: You didn't watch enough of the Dean Martin show then?
0: I don't know that I've seen any of the Dean Martin show.
1: Oh, well, it's a great variety show. And uh, oh. he had a guest come on one time and sing the Hole in My Bucket song for a solid, like, ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> and okay. that's... And then, like, the the song is like, well, what are you going to do about the hole in my bucket? Uh Well, I'm going to grab a stick, you know, fill up the hole. And and so where are you going to get a stick from a tree? How are you going to grow a tree with water? How are you going to get the water from a well? What are you going to grab it with a bucket? Oh, well, where's your bucket? Oh, there's a hole in my bucket. Oh, my gosh. So it's just the cycle of, oh, well. This is the problem, and it's just going to keep coming back to the bucket. Okay. All
0: right. Okay. Now I'm here. Okay. (laughs) Welcome Welcome to Big Cat Comedy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's all a mess now. (laughs) I think that I'll be able to salvage my audio from combining your audio and... the the camera's audio. Yeah, it'll be fine. Just now it's a lot higher quality. Yeah. I'll I'll sound like I'm in the other room. Um and if not, then it'll be an abbreviated episode of the podcast.
1: I also uh I need to catch up on some secret words of the week. Yeah. I I've been slacking. Okay. I don't think I said it on our guest episode. Yeah. So the episode for that week was
0: Episode nine. Slow.
1: Slow. Okay. And then... Last week was episode 10. Yep. And that one was... Fast. Steven. Slow Steven. And then this week. Uh-huh.
0: I'll just... Are you going to say it now or are you going to naturally integrate it into the
1: conversation? The, I'll give them a little, a little fun riddle. Okay. The secret word of this week... Uh-huh. is the first word of the sentence. Okay. 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 That's what it is. Gotcha. I
0: figured it out. There we go. It's Steven. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so now I'm caught up. Uh-huh. Are there any other any other days for today, or is it just... No, ends with hole-in-my-bucket day and water-a-flower day. Okay,
0: gotcha. <laughs> I... Isn't Monday also like Memorial Day?
1: No. No? The national Day calendar. I'm pretty sure does not recognize Monday I'm as sure Memorial Day. sure it is. Day. I don't wanna. I don't wanna see. Yeah, Monday is Memorial Day. Not according to National Day calendar.
0: All right. So. Well. Is that a federal holiday?
1: Do I get paid more on that day? Yeah.
0: Oh fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's go. Why did they, why did they stop making federal holidays? I feel like they don't, they, they don't, they don't, they don't do be like coming out to. like they used to. Like we got, we got Juneteenth, yeah, recently, um, which was you know, the government's way of not doing anything to actually address systemic inequality. Yeah, that um, that was
1: their solution to racism. Yeah,
0: was like, I mean, I I I get paid extra on that day too. I don't need it. I'll be honest. <laughs> it, should, it shouldn't be about. Given me a little little extra cash, right? Um, yeah, I. But but other than that, I feel like there hasn't been a, a federal holiday in a minute. People got to start. I mean, we're doing our part to, to educate the people on what
1: what the day what is. the
0: days are. But why isn't like Pretzel
1: Day a federal holiday? Why Cause there's so many food days? If you do Pretzel Day, then somebody's gonna want like National Croissant Day.
0: Well that's French. And I'm we're not in France, this is America. We got freedom fries, huh? Watch this drive.
1: What else is coming this week? I don't know. That's the other thing is we only ever know the Mondays. Yeah. Tuesday is National uh, Utah Day. Okay. <laughs> and I think last Tuesday was National Wyoming Day. Does every state have a national day? Oh, Wednesday is National Go Barefoot Day. Nice. And let
0: them let them puppies breathe day and
1: National High Lake Maneuver Day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Someone sucking on a toe and got something a little too far in their throat. You gotta you gotta help them out.
1: Thursday is National Leave the Office Early Day. All right. So go ahead leave the office. I was gonna say, early. do I have work at all on Thursday? I don't know. June third Friday. Uh-huh. We have two National Egg Days.
0: Two National Egg Days? Mm-hmm.
1: And they are. But just National Egg Day is twice on there. Oh. Okay. It's just listed. Oh, but it's also National Repeat Day. Maybe that's why. Oh,
0: that's funny joke if they <laughs> did that for that reason. That's
1: great. It's a good bit. <laughs> and then uh Saturday, National Cheese Day. Pretty broad. It is Surprisingly. Surprisingly. <laughs> Very broad. I feel like we've had like a national Parmesan or some specific cheese day. Um, I can tell
0: you a bunch of cheeses it wasn't because okay. I remember. It wasn't Munster. Pepper Jack. Was not Pepper Jack. Was not Cheddar. Maybe it was Swiss. Could be.
1: I don't know. What else you got for me? Or you um, want me to do animals?
0: Like, oh, another holiday neglected to mention wednesday is the first day of pride month yes shout out to the
1: gays the gays
0: the the libidiquia community hallelujah amen the lgbt's yes so cheers to you all
1: rainbow uh coaster yeah yeah
0: pretty uh for spectrum records how how appropriate for our, our last episode before Pride Month. Yeah. Getting it nice and nice and wet and ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> what do I have to talk to you about? Oh, alright. SNL turnovers, just that that's all that I have. A few notable Just I, uh, a few. Yeah, just just a few. I'm honestly I'm a little surprised there's not more people leaving this season. Okay. Um but who else do you think? Well, well, established, leaving is Kate McKinnon. Yeah. Huge. Big. I mean, she's she's been on the show for a long time. She, Especially, like, 2015, 2016, 2017, she was the show. Yeah, she
1: was carrying it. Yeah. Big time.
0: More recently, she's, you know, just hasn't, frankly, been there. You're right. She's off filming frickin' for Verizon. Filming for Verizon, but also filming Tiger King show where she's gonna be Carol Baskin. Yes. The uh, sorry to sorry to break your bubble, Peacock. The bus has left on that one. People don't really give a shit about Tiger King anymore. That was at the beginning of the pandemic. God, and we watched all of it. Yeah, I mean,
1: it's it's pretty breezy television. It's no, but. We were so tired. Every, I think all of us fell asleep at one point. Yeah. I mean. So we all missed
0: one episode. Well, it's not exactly like a documentary. Like it is, it is a documentary, but also right. it's, it's much more interested in like, here's a narrative that we can tell that's easy to follow. Yep. Then here's the the straight up fact. Yeah. So she's gone. 80. Bryant is gone, Sad. which I think is like equally big. Yeah. Um, I I don't know how much of the show you've been watching recently, um, but she like her and Bowen have this pair of characters that they do called yes. the Trend Forecasters. It's so funny! I it's one of my like favorite weekend update characters, probably since like Stefan
1: Yeah. Um, I, I do love her little camper.
0: Uh huh. Uh uh-huh. Forget her name. Where she's like a little a little kid who's yeah. like traveling the world. And you know what,
1: Michael? <laughs> that one is definitely one of my favorites yeah. in the the modern SNL era.
0: I, I think that her leaving the show is like a a huge loss.
1: I think so too. I she just filled like I don't even know like what her role necessarily was. She like I, I felt like she could be equal parts like
0: the straight woman mom role and also so
1: goofy So silly And like playful and fun Yeah I Maybe that Just that super playfulness Like she filled that Perfectly Yeah And I don't know who's Who's gonna fill that I I don't know either
0: Certainly no one who's on the cast right now
1: Right she She did it so incredibly well Yeah but she she has all of her shows coming out now, mm-hmm. Shrill on Hulu. And I think she's working on something else right now. I'm
0: I'm sure she is. I don't think that she'd be leaving the show if she was like, who knows what's next? That <laughs> would be really funny, though. That'd be a great bit. <laughs> like, I'm leaving. I mean, that's kind of what Pete Davidson is doing. But more just because he lives moment to moment than anything else. And Pete Davidson's
1: now officially going to be on Keeping Up with the Card Or just The Kardashians. Well,
0: I mean... I mean freaking Kim Kardashian endorsed uh someone for for the mayor of Los Angeles yeah um, you know how she's like going to law school and like trying to yeah trying to limit the prison population uh she just endorsed a Republican who wants to uh, increase the prison population he's anti abortion she oh. um, go Kim yeah so like stands against her stated values pretty right. pretty Clearly, Yeah. But also, like, she she doesn't give a shit. She just wants tax breaks. Yes. That's it. Yeah. That's it. She just wants to be making more money. Yep. That's, you know... I don't expect anything from celebrities. So like... I, I don't expect, like, anyone to speak out. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna speak out and you say some dumb shit, then I'm gonna go, okay, well... You should've just... You're wrong. You yeah. should've just kept your trap shut. Yeah. Do you think Pete Davidson is gonna go on to do anything? Like, I... I don't know what his next steps are He'll be a Other than just being an icon
1: <laughs> I think he'll be a Judd Apatow staple on Okay I mean he's been in a few movies now Yeah I, And now Judd Apatow Loves Pete Uh huh So I think Pete's gonna be in just Every Judd but Apatow movie now No
0: one gives a shit about Judd Apatow anymore It's all about mod now <laughs>
1: That's true That's true And uh Maud might not give a shit about Pete. That's, you know... Wouldn't surprise me. But I I think Pete can just fuck around with K- Kardashians now.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, he he can't just kind of do whatever he
1: wants. And... and I think that's kind of what he wants. Yeah,
0: yeah. Like, I, I can't imagine him, like, pulling a Tim Robinson and having his own sketch show. I, d- I don't no. think that's where he's gonna go. He might release a special,
1: like every 5 years. Yeah,
0: yeah, he'll probably do that. But I I I truly don't know. He's a mystery. And you know what? I think he likes to to keep it that way. He's got Oh, E-B-Y-B. I guess he he has to open up that that comedy club that's on a Staten Island ferry with oh. <laughs> with Colin Jost. Yes. They they are going to
1: do that. When do you think Colin Jost and Michael Che are going to leave? Um I think it's going to be soon. Do you think those two are some of the ones that also you think we're going to leave? No, I didn't think that they were going to leave this
0: season. Mostly because I don't think that, like, obviously Lorne wants to keep certain people on. And, like, Mm -hmm. he gets that, like, everyone has a time to go. Um, And so, like, I I don't think he would want to lose Kate and Aidy and having lost Beck and now Kyle I don't think that he would want to also lose the head writers cuz then that makes the next season of SNL look dramatically different yeah and like I'm I'm not necessarily saying that Colin and Michael are my favorite head writers that have been on SNL they're not um I think they're good but I, I think more than anything that's a point of stability because like right Over the next few seasons there's gonna be a fair bit of cast turnover. Right. So I think that to have that there, get the cast resituated, and then there'll be some new head writers. Yeah. I think that's gonna be the case. And the last person who left that I didn't get to say till now was Kyle Mooney. And I'm very sad about that. I know you are. I I know that a lot of people in this household do not like Kyle Mooney. It's a lot of Kyle Mooney slander I've had to put up with. (laughs) Um but he was he was my favorite favorite cast member for, like, the past four seasons. Uh-huh. So, to see him gone, I'm a little sad. I'm glad he has, like, he has his own sketch show on Netflix. Um, and I, I hope that him and Beck, you know... Unite. Yeah, reunite. Make some of that more uh, more good neighbor content. Come back to YouTube. I would love it if Kavuni was a YouTuber again. Yeah. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> In terms of people who i thought were gonna leave yes mikey day stands tall at the top of that list yeah i i don't obviously like i don't know what he does as a writer for the show um but i i i think his time has come
1: and gone mikey day just fits into the same category as i feel (laughs) there's a just like that most average-looking white dude.
0: Mm-hmm. I think that, like, SNL has been struggling because they had Jason Sudeikis and Will Forte as their two average white dudes. Uh-huh. Um, and both of, like, Sudeikis is so good. Like, he just, yeah. like, has such an affability to him. Yeah. He's fantastic.
1: And I think Sudeikis just has a knack with... The crowd, not necessarily crowd work, but just feeding off of the crowd. Mm-hmm. He's maybe the best to do it. Yeah. yeah, he just he's he feeds so well.
0: Yeah, so so to have him and then also Will Forte, who is so funny. Yeah, just ridiculous. Have you ever seen those those he's got his zips and rips. Uh, my favorite is in the Vinnie Davetchi sketches. Where he doesn't have a single line, and he's just in the background eating spaghetti. Uh-huh. It's so good. So to lose those two and then go to, like, it was tear and kill him for a little bit, and then it was... Who else was it? I mean, it's been Mikey Day for a minute now. Alex Moffat's kind of in there. And I get Mikey Day and Alex Moffat confused so much. I think that Alex has a couple of, like, fun characters that he does. Like, I... I enjoy his guy who just bought a boat just cause okay. there's like, it's a, it's a lot of fun wordplay in uh-huh. there. Um, obviously like I don't, I don't think that that would be a fun person to actually hang out with, <laughs> but like as, as like a character, it's fun to like see the little, like the little witticisms he comes up with. Um, I, I could not name a single character Mikey has done on weekend update. Yeah. I, I just don't, I don't know, <laughs> and obviously, like, we're not we're not in the room. We don't right. We don't know what's actually happening. So I'm I'm kind of surprised one of them hasn't uh, decided to leave.
1: Um, Keenan's never gonna go. No, he's he's gonna die <laughs> in that studio. That's how At that's how he's gonna go.
0: Okay. Um, I think that Chris Redd will stick around for a few more seasons. Yeah, a um, little bit longer. Just because, like, obviously he does a lot of stuff with Keenan. Um, and he did a lot of stuff with Pete. But Pete's now gone. So, you know, he'll have to
1: re- find his own way.
0: Yeah, yeah. But I, I think he'll be fine. Fu- I think he's very funny. And especially because Eric Adams is the mayor uh-huh. and will continue to be the mayor for a little bit. Um, unfortunately. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that he'll stick around. I. I'm surprised Cecily didn't leave this season. I'm really shocked she didn't leave last season. Yeah. After her Judge Janine thing where she's in like the fucking pool of boxed wine and throwing it back on Colin. It would have been a great send off. She's still took I I adore her. Yeah. Like I straight up am Hard in not love to. with that yeah. woman. Um But I'm I'm am i I'm a little surprised that she's still on the show. Uh-huh. I, I don't think she's a bad addition. I just think, you know, with all the other cast that has left.
1: Yeah, she's definitely a part of that.
0: Yeah, like I, she, like, this most recent era of SNL will be defined by Trump and yeah. them choosing to hire out for both him and Biden. And it'll be defined by, I think, Cecily, Adie, and Kate. Yeah. And so to lose Adie and Kate, it kind of felt like Cecily was also gonna go, right? But I, I don't, I don't know what she has planned. She maybe she's gonna do another one-woman show. Maybe, maybe she's maybe Schmigadoon's gonna get renewed for a second season. <laughs> I haven't seen it yet, so I don't, I don't know if it's good or not. Um, it's like the one theater thing that I, I haven't know. seen. I I loved Gallivant when it was on TV, and I've heard this is of a similar cloth, but I haven't seen it yet. Who else is all on the? The cast of SNL, obviously, like none of the new people are gonna leave. Like, Chloe Fineman's gonna stick around. She's gonna be a star. Uh, Lucky Johnson. Yeah, she's great. Bowen's
1: gonna be, you know. Bowen's the new ringleader. Yeah, I like he's kind of the face or the face of the new people. I think the
0: new guard. It's crazy that he was a writer on the show for so long. Right
1: and it, and it took so long For him to become A cast member
0: Yeah Yeah Um James Austin Johnson Will stick around mm-hmm. Cause he Can do good impressions Ego Wodum mm-hmm. Oh Sarah Sherman's Gonna be here For a minute Yes And I'm happy about that I'm very happy about that Yeah I don't I don't I don't think There's anyone else Who I like Super Think is gonna leave Um but Colin and Michael, they'll be out in, in like three years. Tell those you know, felt like it's their time. Maybe when uh maybe when Jimmy Fallon leaves the tonight show, NBC will go, Hey Colin, do you want this? And he'll go, Yeah, sure. Uh, like that that'll be happening. different, huh? Having a comedian host the tonight yeah, show? Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Having an actual funny person?
0: I I I think it's the move. I really hope that when Jimmy leaves, Seth Myers doesn't get bumped up because okay. I really like him and like what he has done with Late Night, uh-huh. and I don't want it to change. <laughs> yeah, I think that he's in his element. He's a little later, so he can get away with some stupider bits. Yeah, um, which are also very funny. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I don't want. I I don't want... I don't want Seth to go (laughs) anywhere. And I feel like Jimmy's gonna, you know... With Corden leaving? Come on. Come on, Fallon. Take your time off.
1: (sighs) Fallon just... Loves doing what he does, though.
0: Yeah. But, I mean... He's got kids. He does have kids. And they're growing up. And so, doing a... Doing a talk show every single night of the week? Not uh, great. I mean definitely changes where your priorities are at yeah so as opposed to snl which is just a breezy schedule you're just (laughs) doing one show a week and that's it that's uh that's literally all of the time that you have to spend there (laughs) it's just one day a week and you're good that's all i had to say about snl i i i think about the show a lot and i i really i do like it as an institution yes i i in no way want snl to go anywhere Right. I yeah. know that there are people who like who dislike the show and I understand it. It's bad a lot of the time.
1: It, <laughs> yeah, where it draws its comedy from is just
0: a lot bad of the time, yeah. yeah, there's that I think a lot of the time sketches go on for just a little too long. Like there's a lot sometimes of
1: Sometimes not even a little, sometimes yeah, it just goes on for too long the, period.
0: A lot of the time it's like if this was a 3-minute sketch instead yeah. of a 5-minute sketch, It'd be great. It'd be perfect. Sometimes
1: you just need to tell a joke once. Yeah.
0: And then you're good. And then you just, you know, you could fit more dumb sketches in, huh? If you just make them a little shorter. Um, But I, I, I like that. It's like a place that is built off of finding up and coming talent. Yeah. And giving those people a, a chance to show that up-and-coming talent and giving them a chance where if they're successful enough, they can be in Old Navy commercials. (laughs) That's crazy. It is pretty crazy. (laughs) But uh, that's the American dream now, isn't it? Amen. Is there anything else that you you have to say about SNL?
1: No, I don't think so. All right. You want to hear about some animals? Sure. Uh, Scientists found these salamanders that skydive (laughs) from redwood trees. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, okay. These, it, it's a specific species of salamander. They're mm-hmm. called wandering salamanders. I'm not even gonna try and say their Latin name. Uh
0: huh. It's Martin, Martin Short actually. <laughs>
1: um. So these salamanders live in the canopies of redwoods, the, the world's tallest trees. Uh huh. Already love it. Which yeah is like, usually you think salamanders. Mm, they they be Marsh. in the mud. Yeah. They be in the dirt. But but not these ones. And uh, they'll jump off and they use their legs and their tails to control how they fall.
0: I was gonna ask. Like I'm assuming they don't have a parachute. No,
1: they are not like uh, gliding squ- sugar gliders. Uh-huh. They don't have like the flaps. Mm-hmm. But they do skydive and control their way down. Okay. And they don't just die upon impact. That's good. I'm glad. Um. and they spend most of their lives in the trees okay and then they just jump down for like food and so, escape from predators that sort of thing wow but uh, scientists uh, first off they're shocked they're, how the how the fuck is it doing this uh-huh. it shouldn't be able to control how it's fought like the way it's shaped it should just plummet yeah And so what scientists did, they got a bunch of different species of salamanders Mm -hmm. and put them in a wind tunnel. (laughs) (laughs) So like where you go to do the fake skydiving or practice, they (laughs) took a bunch of salamander species, put them in a wind tunnel, see how they would do. Uh Uh-huh. Most Most of of them, not good, I'm assuming. very well. (laughs) I'm shocked. Um the the wandering salamanders had the most control and they i mean they were in a wind tunnel so like it wasn't pretty uh-huh but they could kind of control the other salamanders were kind of just flopped, and, flopped. <laughs> <laughs> and they they compared how the wandering salamander does it they compared it to like parachuting or gliding down okay which is just kind of fun But The fact that they threw Other salamanders in there Hey go Let's See how you do And they're like We're not fucking Made for Why the-, the hell do you think I would be good at I this don't, I'm afraid of heights I don't want to go skydiving Please Please <laughs> no Coming back in the mud God. Uh So The way they it's Like so they good. pump their tails Uh huh And they like <laughs> Move their little arms uh-huh. Salamander arms are like that big. See, yeah, they're not very long. But they're <laughs> and they pretty much glide all the way down from the redwoods. Fuck yeah. But the other salamanders uh did not do very well. And
0: you say you said that these these wandering salamanders they live up in the, the canopy in of the red redwoods. Yeah. Did it say why they come down? Is do they like come down to for, hunt? For like yeah, for like food
1: and to escape. Waters. Predators.
0: Oh, okay. And gotcha, gotcha. I guess there are more
1: birds up in the up in the trees. Yeah. Some birds love a little slimy tree. Not me. <laughs> there, there was one other salamander that could kind of, yeah, skydive. Who? And it was the arboreal salamander. Where, where do they normally live? In the ground. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> in and on the ground. Uh huh. But they, some, but, but kind of figured it out. They, they're like, maybe they were the last ones in. Uh huh. Like, oh, okay. This.
0: I've been watching what those other guys are doing. And they watch the, the wandering
1: salamander too, and they're like, uh-huh. oh okay, I just need to put my tail on my yeah. little leggies. So they could kind of do it. Not as well as the wandering salamander, well, but. I mean.
0: Come on, come with the king.
1: <laughs> but yeah, scientists are now <laughs> throwing uh, amphibians into wind tunnels. Gah. You... <laughs> Sometimes
0: I, I like I think like, well, we've we've already like we cracked the big stuff, like figured out how to do a flu shot. Yeah, uh, we've eradicated a lot of diseases. We figured out how to make so much food yeah. that you know doesn't get eaten or given to the people who need it. We can we can go to other planets. Yeah, we can you know we can shoot beams into the sky that can beam stupid images back to us. <laughs> You ever think we're going to run out of stuff to do with science? And then I hear about this. (laughs) Uh, Science is like, well, we got to figure out which salamanders can can skydive. And I'm like, you're right. You're absolutely. (laughs) We need to know. This is pressing information. These are where my taxpayer dollars are going. And I'm (laughs) pleased. I'm pleased as punch about this. Absolutely. You know, schools, got to. But what are they going to teach in schools? this which salamanders <laughs> can go in the wind tunnel figured out those old textbooks are just
1: they're they gonna get out of date soon
0: yeah soon why don't we put everything in a wind tunnel <laughs> and just see what figures it out i'm sure there's videos best yeah i'm sure there's videos of sugar gliders and wind tunnels oh, yeah. but what about just like a regular squirrel <laughs>
1: See how that one does
0: It's got a big bushy tail That's a lot of surface area What's the difference Between red and
1: gray squirrel In a wind tunnel
0: Yeah Besides just the color uh, That I was gonna
1: say That's the, the most obvious thing But But Can they fly Or at least fall With style Yeah As Buzz Lightyear? Yeah.
0: What if you put a manta ray in a, <laughs>
1: in a wind tunnel Do you think it'd do well Lots well, of surface That's area. the thing I, I, I don't think
0: it'd fall very fast I think it'd be like Like Dropping a piece of paper
1: until it gets a little crumpled up. I man. think it's resting there. Uh-huh. And as soon as you turn the air on,
0: <laughs> You don't think it's going to fall at all. You think it's just going to no, go all the is. way to the top. <laughs> and then it's and then, a crumpled piece of paper. And, and that then you've got a
1: misted manta ray.
0: Oh, that's my favorite episode of the, uh, the Hardy Boys. <laughs> the secret of the misted manta ray. <laughs>
1: You want to talk about Harry's house? Yeah. What did you think?
0: I've really been enjoying the album.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I listened to it twice yesterday on my way to and from work.
0: Uh huh. You got any favorite
1: favorite tunes? Lo- love the opening.
0: Yeah. I'm I'm for some reason not as hot on it as everyone else. Uh, I still like it, but I'm like everyone else seems to be like
1: almost feral about it. I love the grooving bass line. Uh huh. The horns. Uh-huh. I, I'm a sucker for a horn section. And then I really like keep driving.
0: Keep driving is great. I want I when I go to California, I will listen to it when I'm in
1: a car. It it's so cute. Yeah. And it just a nice like head waving melody. <laughs> I, I think the whole album. I've told you this is just like such like little boy in love, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. giddy. Yeah, that's how I would describe the album. Is giddy. I, I have to agree I really like
0: late night talking I yeah. think that's good I'm more of a fan of uh, as it was than most people I know but I also like I love the strokes okay Um, like when I was in a band in you know in my oh, rocker cool days cool guy in yeah band. very cool my big regret from those times is we needed a bass player and they were like we'll give you bass lessons for free and you could be the bass player and I was like, no. Bass isn't cool. I know. What a fool I was. You, you were a fool. I didn't know anything bass about the
1: world. Maybe one of the coolest instruments.
0: Yeah, I was like 15, though. So I don't I don't hold it against myself too much. Okay. But I like would have loved if I could play the guitar and the bass. That's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, one of the songs that I sang in that band was Reptilia by The Strokes. Okay. Um, so I love that. I love cinema. Because any song where motherfuckers just
1: be yelling... That's a cinema's actually my least favorite on the album. What? Yeah. But he's just in the back just going Cinema That's good music. (laughs) I guess so. I I just I'm
0: not a fan personally. (laughs) Alright. I think that uh Satellite is my least favorite song. Okay. So much so that I I couldn't tell you how it goes at all. (laughs) Because it starts up and I go, Alright, next one. We'll uh (laughs) we'll just keep plowing through. But I also really enjoyed it. I don't think it's going to be my album of
1: the year because
0: we oh. got Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers.
1: Yeah. Uh, did you listen to any of that? I finished it. And? I like it. I, I think I told you this too, but best line is, and I'm paraphrasing, uh-huh. it ain't love if you, you're you not eating my ass or something. Uh huh. It's so true. It is true. Su- just such a good line. Mm-hmm. I think that's also my favorite song on the album, Purple Hearts. Yeah it's a long one.
0: I mean, a lot of them
1: are pretty. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's definitely like there was damn, which was Kendrick going, all right, I'm going to make an album with a lot of mainstream appeal. Mm-hmm. And then this is the opposite. The coming back from that, which yeah. is going, all right, I'm going to make a song. I'm going to make an album. That's an album. Yeah. And that's got a lot of, a lot of long songs, a lot of not super pop stuff. Like it's, it's, not gonna chart incredibly well, no. But that's not what I'm here to make art. Damn it! It's creativity day. Yeah, exactly. Um, I really love the one with Baby Keem Savior. Mm-hmm. I think that's good. It's got two of my favorite lines on the album uh, with "Hello Crackers" and "Wave," and then it's got uh, "I Hate These Capitalists Posing as Compassionate." Mm-hmm. Love that. That is a good. That's one. a great one. Um we cry together with Taylor Page.
1: so good. She kills it. that yeah, definitely I all the featured artists on the album, I'm like way to go. yeah, good job
0: it's I, I think it's really fun with Baby Keem especially because like on Baby Keem's album, Baby Keem pulled Kendrick a little more in his direction and it's a little little sillier a little goofier. Yeah. and then on Kendrick's album, Kendrick pulled Baby Keem a little more towards his stuff. Um, I think it's really fun to see them like both like obviously like still be themselves. Yeah. But just in in like a little different flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's going to win the Grammy for album of the year. It probably won't. They never give it to Kendrick. No. And it always pisses me off.
1: Especially this one. They probably won't.
0: Yeah. But I mean like It'll it'll win hip hop album because like Jack Harlow's not gonna win hip hop album. <laughs> that shit was freaking the definition of mid. <laughs> you want to talk about mid? Look at Jack Harlow's new album.
1: I don't think I've ever intentionally listened to a Jack Harlow song.
0: Okay. You have you? I'm sure you've heard his his feature on Lil Nas X's album. Yes. And what'd you think of that?
1: Fine. okay i i like Lil nos x me too so that one's very much the opposite of kendrick's where the featured artist i'm like yeah on Lil nos x i'm like give me bring me back to <laughs> Lil Nas x. that's what i want that's why i'm here uh-huh not even doja cat i mean Do- doja cat is i'll listen to doja cat
0: okay okay
1: good I'm on Lil Nas X. That's who I want to listen to. Yeah, one track mind. Most of the time.
0: Um, let me look at this chicken
1: document. Do we have enough submissions? There are three responses. Okay, so no. Don't so, even don't even tell me about it. All right, I won't. We're gonna have to do an episode out on the streets and tell uh, people <laughs> rank these chickens. <laughs>
0: Okay. Bring it outside while COVID cases are surging. Exactly. Oh, I, uh, I found something out about COVID the other day. Yeah, what did you find out? It's a disease. <laughs> <know>. <laughs> no. Um, but what I did find out is that uh, 63% of long COVID patients are female. Interesting. It nearly affects women two to one compared to men interesting long covid so uh i didn't know covid was sexist yeah but it is um yeah so broken down we do down, live in a society yeah as jared leto as the joker said we live in a society uh 63.2% of all long covid patients were female broken down the risk after milder infection was 2.73% in children fairly low but you know not not good. Uh 4.76% in adult males. Okay. Nearly double that of children. Mm-hmm. And then 9.88% in adult females. So it's affecting women a lot Hell more than lot it more. than it's affecting men. And the peak age of long COVID cases were those between 20 and 29. So pretty uh pretty happy about that but yeah, I, I I was shocked when I learned that COVID is sexist as well can't say I'm surprised though I mean I can it's a disease I, I would assume that diseases are mostly equal opportunity infectors
1: mm, but it was it was made by the government and the uh, government's also sexist you're
0: right so. You're absolutely right. I wonder if this has any more data. The average level. No. The median duration of long COVID was estimated to four months. Damn. With those who had a milder acute infection recovered faster, and those with more severe infections, it's lasting like nine months. After a year, between 10 and 20% had not recovered.
1: Damn. Gee whiz.
0: Glad cases are spiking again. Yeah. They're
1: it's never going away.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're five times what they were last Memorial Day. It's crazy. <laughs>
1: There's so many things right and
0: now. And we got monkeypox coming along. The chart for that is fun cuz it looks like the chart for early COVID cases where it's like, oh, it's a little bit, a little bit. Oh, starting to see a jump not in, not in the United States right now but other places there's a jump Where is it surging right now uh, in the UK I believe I think I knew that Um monkeypox information Also who named it monkeypox That's kind of a silly name I can't take a disease seriously if it's called monkeypox <laughs> Monkeypox surges Surges, oh, linked to the end of COVID restrictions. Oh, that's pretty good. (laughs) That's great. Rare monkeypox outbreak in Europe, the UK, and the US. The
1: breakout is
0: rare and unusual.
1: Oh, yeah. Where have we
0: heard that before? (laughs) Uh, Exactly where and how people acquired their infections remains under urgent investigation. Uh, Most You know People are saying that it's not coming from Africa uh, Because typically people Catch monkeypox from animals in west Or central Africa Um, But in England the vast majority Of the 50 plus cases don't involve Recent travel to Africa Suggesting that the patients involved in those cases Caught the virus in England Mm. So diseases are Turn a little more domestic so yeah got a lot a lot of good stuff to look forward to mandatory 21 day quarantine for monkeypox patients in belgium yeah government's not paying for that <laughs> at least not in america they're not i don't want to look at more more Bad information stuff. well not it was just like I don't want to spend the rest of the the podcast just like scrolling through through, pox. through news articles. It's yeah. not it's not particularly interesting. Right. Any dead air, bad. It'd be really funny. I I thought about this one time, to like literally, for one episode of the podcast, just cut every moment of dead air out. Mm. So like even like the pauses that come naturally when we're talking, yeah. Just cut all those out. So it's just. And it just never ends. I think that'd be funny for one of them. But also, it would a be like... A lot of work. So much more. So much
1: more. And just a lot of snip. Yep. Snip. S- mm-hmm. Oh, wait. Make sure I didn't cut off. Okay, snip. Let me go back a couple frames. Okay, we're good. Yeah. We're good.
0: That'd be tedious. So I won't do it. Eventually. When we get an editor, I'll make them do it. <laughs> but not now. What, what
1: what time are we at? We got to be close, because we started at one oh five and it's two oh six. Damn. What the
0: hell. Was there any any parting things you wanted to talk about? I don't think so. All right, then I then I think we're done.
1: Happy Loomis Day. <laughs>